All right. Do you want to read from the book? No. It's so bad. <laughs> it's bad. It's so bad. Monster of Trucks! It is <laughs> off-beaten path Russian monster trucks! Where we have dogs dressed as trucks fight each other! But like, cute. Not yes, small evil. dogs, and by fight I mean eat cream pies next to each other to see who eats cream pie fastest. It's like puppy bowl, but... Lactose-free, dog-safe cream pies. We don't force-feed dogs cream. So basically, again, monster of trucks, off the beaten path, Russian monster truck <laughs> rally where we dress dogs as trucks and have them fight over who will eat cream fastest. <laughs> <laughs> Come today, only 12 chickens to get in. Alive or dead, it don't matter no more. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast about Twilight. Believe it or not, welcome back to our home. In uh, we live our home in cyberspace. I was going to say we live in the ones and zeros, the beeps and boops. Chris, today I googled Edward is a vampire, yeah. not because I'm vain, but because I was putting the link in a CV. Um, Wait, you, bragging, oh, I have a CV. Oh, the CV stands for Curricula Vampore. <laughs> Voltori. Voltori. <laughs> right. And um, should we? Get a pet and name it Voltori. A lizard? A lizard. Nah, Cute name nah, for a lizard. It's, it's okay. And continue, continue. Um, when you Google Edward is a vampire, first of all, we do come up. Thank God. <laughs> but what I'm the story is that the number one result in one of those little Google boxes. The little like info mm-hmm. quick results. Quick results. Um I was drawn to because it's Hosted on Columbia.edu, oh, Columbia the, University's the Ivy website. League institution. And it's called Edward is a Vampire. So I clicked on it, uh, and it is a black page with okay. scrolling photos and texts about oh. how gorgeous Edward Cullen <laughs> is. This horny humanities professor? It is one of the most insane things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so everyone at home, Google Columbia.edu, Edward is a Vampire. And find, I want the traffic to that site to spike spike so much that Columbia's like, oh, we got to take it down. (laughs) Take it down or they're going to sue us for some sort of copyright infringement. Mm, Both are fun. If we don't get a cease and desist from someone at some point. Ideally, Stephanie, because then we can stop. Um, but if it's Columbia, sure. We'll just if have it's to Columbia, we'll just pot. have to rename it. If it's Stephanie, we'll have to stop. We'll, we'll rename it from Edward is a Vampire to, hey, that Edward kid. He. He vampire. Or what is it? Actually, oh, Edward was a vampire is the actual. Is the actual quote. So we could do that. Good point. We are. We have been lying. Also, this is Edward's Vampire Twilight Podcast. My name's Chris Team. Um, I guess I'm. T- Diego? Oh, I'm Team Diego. I'm Team Fred. He's got oh, his head on right. Oh, good point. No, Fred is, Fred's my team. Yeah. And if you're like, Fred, Diego, <laughs> what? That's because, you, welcome to our very special episode where we're talking about Stephanie Meyer's um, 
Eclipse Novella. As if that's a thing. I like that she says it's an Eclipse right. Novella. It's one of many. One of many the Eclipse. The indefinite article suggests um, th- this there is could just, be any number of right, Eclipse this is Novellas. Just one of them. It's a category of novellas that we all are familiar with. The Eclipse um, Novella. Called The Short Second Life of Brie Tanner. We'll get into the details of what that means. Do, do you think, um, so this is probably coming out in peak Second Life um, mania. You know, the, off, the Office no- episode of Second Life where Dwight, or, you know, they go he goes into Second Life. The digital and there's Second himself. Philly Jim. Yeah. Um, there's also like a CSI episode where they chase a hacker in Second Life. They have to catch up to him to get his IP address. It's a great clip. Look it up. Um, there's a really good play called oh it's like the uh, nether yep that's it i was gonna Um, say the underbrush which is really good and is gonna be made into a tv show of some sort or it's like developed and it's been trapped somewhere in its own nether but it's got someone famous attached to it anyway great play david fincher maybe feels like a him thing and great play where they the conceit is it's like can you uh can you punish thought can you like commit Cyber crime, cyber crime, cyber That's space. not what this is about. But this no. came out at the peak when that was a thing. And I did download Second Life to be like, this is fun. Second Life most- That's as fun. That's as fun. That's as fun. <laughs> um, it's mostly Second Life, um, an avenue for people to pay real money to buy fake clothes for their you know, avatar to have sex. I'm going to say- It's all sex. The- the the way that this title's laid out to get back to the, our close reading of the short second life of Brie Tanner and right. Eclipse, novella, and Eclipse novella, I think more thought was put into just this because it stinks of too much thought. <laughs> it's not a, in a good way, but in like a really trying to be poetic, like a teen who wrote a poem thinks too much about the title of it. Yeah, a lot of more time was spent on the title of this than, than the any, content. That's what I'm trying to say, yeah. Yes. Um, so, and if you're also you're like, what is this? Um, it's 180 pages that Stephanie Meyer released between Eclipse and then the last book, the final the final. She song. didn't release it between them, did she? Yeah. Did you look this up? Yeah. Here's the thing. I read Twilight between Eclipse and the final one, and I heard nothing about this novella. No, I think this was probably definitely slipped in into a weird... You, I imagine you probably got this with Burger King kids meals. <laughs> like that. This is the energy. It's it's almost like this is a movie tie-in, but it's not. You know what I mean? Oh. oh. <laughs> Maggie's fiddling. I forgot to put my pop filter on. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it just like feels so um, rushed. It's Honestly, the worst thing I've ever read. We'll get into yeah, it, we get, but it's the worst it's thing I've bad. ever read. Um, before we get into it, um, how have you been since our last episode? I'm incredible. This is a manic, we're going every direction. I love intro. it. Yeah. We love to... We're just hanging out yeah. in cyberspace. I committing thought crimes in cyberspace. Uh, honestly? That's my Facebook status. Maggie is committing <laughs> thought crimes in cyberspace. Um, I'm really full. Yeah. Right now. We ordered big dinner. Maggie ordered an entire half chicken. I didn't eat the entire half chicken. I'm the only one with leftovers. Good point. Janine, our housekeeper, ate a burrito with steak and fries in it? Yeah. French fries. French fries. And I got a half chicken, like roast chicken 
with tortillas. It was a lot of food, and uh, Maggie was saying that this in New York you're not you don't get full. No, <laughs> was a hot take. New York, you live a little hungry. You know. Yeah, you, you know, it's so scrappy. You're always looking for the next bite. The New Yorker <laughs> is a little hungry at all times. The magazine? No, no, like the the New Yorker. Oh, like the the uh, like the, the platonic. Yes. Sure. Sure. So yeah, we're really full. I'm incredibly full. I'm full of food, Chris water, and rage. Chris walked in on me in the tummy, in the in tummy, the t- in the tummy, <laughs> in the kitchen, just rubbing my tummy. She was rubbing her tummy like a cartoon bear, Santa, ready to go to yeah. hibernation. Times. Yeah. Um. What else? George, my cat. Um. We got him some merch for the from the pod. Oh yeah, he has a little bandana. And if you're listening to this, then. We have an episode. We have a photo up. We have an episode out. Hey, check out our f- episode on Instagram. Um, we have a photo up of him in it. It's pretty cute. That's it. That's kind of all the updates. I've read a lot since. Yeah, we were Maggie's last been year. reading a lot of real, real stuff, um, which only serves only to highlights like put this book into stark contrast, fluorescent light. Yeah, this thing. Um, it be. What's I think the I really nailed it. Of I- art, shit, human <laughs> shit. This is that. No, I think I nailed it when I said it's. It comes. It comes with a Burger King kids meal. Yeah, although fables sometimes come with kids meals. Like Aesop's fables. At Chick Fil A, they would give out um like cassette tape stories and little books, and they were our favorite books on tape. Anansi My- the spider. Uh-huh. We learned all about him and. How the leopard got its spots, you know, like fables. Yeah, sure. How much would you pay for a bu- book of fables on the street? Um, three dollars. Ooh, I saw a man ask how much a book of fables was on the street. <laughs> it was called like Sticky Fables, and he was like, "How Sticky. much? How much?" And the guy selling it was like four, and he was like, "I'll give you three for it." And he was like, "No, four." <laughs> and that's all I heard. <laughs> I love the street negotiations. That was nuts. Honestly, whoa. We do live down the street from people who are um, just have tables set up selling books. And it's funny to imagine anybody negotiating with them. I feel like I would go up and be like, I only have $2. And then they would probably shrug (gasps) and say, you can have it. I remember the other thing that happened to me. Okay. That a squirrel touched me. Oh, yes. Megan. uh, uh, Should I post that on the Instagram tomorrow too? Um, Sure. Okay. Go check out our Instagram. It'll be a, uh, you know, a gallery. Um, the first slide will be a, a picture of my cat in merch. Meg is really excited and about the this. The second slide will be a video of a squirrel coming up to hold my hand. It was pretty intense. It's like life changing. Yeah, Maggie. I lived, didn't have any food. No, you lived my dream as a kid when I just wanted um, birds and other creatures just to hang out with me. So funny enough, a bird landed right next to me at the same, at, at a different place, but in the same trip to the park. You, I, it was like I was something was happening. Something out was happening. I think you, the the nature was telling you to you know awaken. And I ran home. <laughs> Instead, you said, "Get me inside of my concrete box. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me my Netflix." Okay, let's. Think What's of, Netflix? Okay, I got okay. ne- Netflix. I got to explain Netflix to Maggie, so we're gonna have to Thank take a break. You. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, so Chris, I we have to confess what we've done. Yeah, we to our audience. We, guys, we did a big fib <laughs> okay. to ourselves and you. So the fact is, we could not, we took a week off specifically 
because we were going camping and didn't want to read this horrible book while we were in nature. Yeah. So then we were like, okay, we have a whole nother week to read it. And then and we're like, okay, it's only it's under 200 pages. This we is can like do this less easy than in a we week. normally read right, for an episode. Right. Easily in a week. And then it's so bad <laughs> that um we decided we would split it. So <laughs> as if we were high schoolers reading our social studies textbook and filling out a study guide together, um, Chris read the first 78 pages, and I read the end from set page 78 onward to the end of this book. Yeah. So we really um, we got the gist of it. Yeah. So we're going to so, fill each other in on what happened. Well, opposite. I'm oh. going to guess what uh, happened in the first half. Okay. <laughs> and then you're going to guess what happened in the second half. Well, it's fun because listeners, I know <laughs> literally none of you have read this or know anything about this and real actual book. You should not read. I, I don't know how to emphasize to our listeners that this is should a we, real book. Should we put book. up a poll to see how many people have actually heard of and read I just want to emphasize just one more time. This is an actual book. This is not a joke. This is a book that was published. Stephanie Meyer by Little said, Brown. Yeah. Little Brown published this book for Stephanie Meyer. It was written by Stephanie Meyer. This is not a parody by Mitchell Greenberg. This is Stephanie Meyer's <laughs> The Short Life of Brie Tanner and Eclipse Novella. Novella. Anyway, so I'm just gonna guess. Sure. What happens up to page Okay, yeah, I'm an expert in the first um, half of this book. Yeah, so. having I'll read, answer any questions. Having read the second part, sure. I think this is what happens. Okay, okay. Um, lights up. I oh, th- sorry, we didn't turn the camera on. Ca- cameras on. Okay, lights up. Red lights flashing. Okay. Yep. Um, boom? Uh, yep, yeah, boom's good. Okay. Um, sounds rolling. Okay. Um, I imagine that this book starts with eyes opening. She opens her eyes. <laughs> Honestly, here's the thing. Honestly, can't remember, but probably. <laughs> she opens her eyes and. Wait, wait, wait. Should we tell people what the book, who the book's about? Or are we going to. Uh, we'll just get to it. We'll get to okay. it. Okay. <laughs> she opens her eyes and is. She is like her. The back of her throat burns. She's in like pain. Mm-hmm. This the is back of one the, to her one. throat burns. And. Who's the her? Bree Tanner. Yes. Who we know as the girl who gets killed at the end of Eclipse by the Volturi. Yeah. The newborn vampire who like begs to not we die. We teased that we were dies. doing this in the last episode. Yeah. Just so, keeping everyone up. So regular day. listeners should know. Sure. It's been a, you know, just keeping everyone on speed. Yeah. So Brie wakes up. Throat burning. She finds herself in the middle of a warehouse. Yep. Um, in And it's dark. And... Um, there are other vamp. She realizes she's a vampire somehow, and there are other vampires around. Blessedly, but she does start teams. us with she knows she's a vampire and she's like in the middle of hunting. Okay, so she knows what's going on, but she's still new to it. Um, and thankfully, we don't has, have to do it through the whole transformation. Yeah, she has a friend, uh, Diego, who she trusts, and I'm guessing is in love with. So not at first. It's not clear. And then there's Fred, who is stinky. <laughs> Basically, yes. Fred <laughs> is stinky. Everyone who looks at Fred goes, ew. And Riley, who is Victoria's like henchman, yeah. uh, is there and convinces them that the sun will kill them. 
Yes. If they go out by yeah. repeating it. I know that she mentions that he repeats it over and over that they'll get it killed by the sun. Yeah. So all the new vampires are convinced that their their leaders convince them if they go into the sun, they'll burn to death. This is the leader's way of like controlling them and keeping them all underground under his control. And then they none of them know Victoria's name. They all just refer to her as capital S she. She. The creator. Yeah. And they're God. And then um she and Diego get closer and they go hunting together to get away from Raul. Sort of. So th- and Christy, <laughs> who are like the bad kids. They are the bad kids, but before that, they. It's not your turn yet. I'm still guessing. Oh, well, okay. Well, and it's just then- seems- well, now that they're going to. Now, I don't want to lie to our listeners. They're going right. to hear a bunch of lies. Don't tell me, but don't spoil what else I know. No, I'm saying you missed. Okay, what did I miss? Oh, you missed them spending a night in an underwater cave. <laughs> oh, no, I know about the cave. Oh, uh, nice. What I'm going to say is I feel like I have a really clear grasp of what the first half was because the second half, she is constantly saying, and then we talked about this again. (laughs) And then he repeated this again. When you only have 180 pages, why repeat anything? So they spend the night in an underwater cave to avoid the sun. And then they are going to get killed. And Fred saves them? You just told me this. No. Oh. No. They're in the cave. They see some light. Then they say, I think Riley's lying to us. They find out. I know that yeah. by at the end of my, uh, right before my chunk starts, they find out that the sun doesn't hurt them. Yeah. And then they are going to maybe go to confront Riley. Yeah. And they overhear him talking to Victoria and the Volturi show up. Yep. That's all that happens. And that's when my that's all that chunk I read. starts. Yeah. So, so then good. what happens? Look, Chris? honestly, at this point, uh, I don't know. Um, the Volturi come and they're like, you have five days. I read that much. Okay. They're like, cool. You have five days to do your attack on the Collins. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. They rally the troops and they're like, we're going to move. And they're like, why are we going? What's this for? Um, then I assume Diego's like, I'll protect you, Bree. If there's a big battle, I love you. You're um, so far off. This is pretty fun. Keep going. Uh, and then they go to the battle, and then they f- there. There's like some infighting on whether or not some people can get are well enough, good enough for the fight. There's approving of themselves at some you point. Wished. Um, You're describing if this book was divergent. Oh, yeah. And then they go to the battle and then um, Brie sees Diego get killed and she's really sad and she gets captured. And then her last moments are her thinking about her old life and Diego and she cries a wooden tear and dies. None of that. So what happens is they she's mostly just confused for the next whole half of the book. Spoiler alert. Brie Tanner basically just Bella Swan. She, there's nothing is explained. The entire book is a series of rhetorical questions yeah. to the reader. Yeah. What happened? I wonder why he did that. That's pretty weird. Like, why write the character if we're not going to learn anything new? <laughs> Literally, all Stephanie did was pose questions. Yeah, it was a writing prompt for to herself that she never quite answered. So what happens, what happens? is um, Brie goes back to the uh warehouse den and diego goes to confront riley and doesn't come back and riley tells brie that he sent diego 
to do some final stuff for the mission, but that he said it's ninja stuff. Oh, earlier. He said, I'm guessing you know what that means. Yeah, earlier, Diego and Bree came up with an inside joke that they're ninjas together because they were going to like sneak around and spy on Riley and stuff. I see. To like figure out the truth of their organization. Yeah, so somehow they convinced him to give away those code words. Yeah. And Riley said it, but Bree still didn't trust him. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so, Riley, so Riley for sure moited Diego. Riley has everyone go into the lake and take down an entire boat. <laughs> they kill everyone. They kill everyone like in the boat. Ship? An entire boat. They kill everyone in the boat. And then talk about And then they literally take apart the boat piece by piece so that it sinks. <sighs> Except Bree and Fred, who hang out by themselves most. But they kill a lot of people. Bree says she ran out. She stopped counting how many people she killed. This reminds me of early on in the book. They love to disassemble things. Um, so they attack people in Seattle, like humans in Seattle to hunt. Um, some of the bad boys who don't care about the rules just like murdered people and blew up their cars by throwing <laughs> them into each other. Yeah. And then one of them apparently stacked like five cars straight on top of each other in a pillar. Oh, that's the how they got caught. Dummies. And so, yeah. So then Diego had to be, oh, these guys. And they had to like take the cars apart and throw them into the river. So then Riley keeps doing like just like the the least amount of manipulation you possibly could to people. <laughs> He's not good like, at his job, but everyone's like, dumb. Oh, I wish somebody would show me how tough they are. <laughs> and then. Like Raul and Christy shove each other, and he's like, pretty tough. <laughs> and then he convinces them, and this is where it really, really goes south. <laughs> he's like, I know I told you guys that the sun would hurt you, but four days a year, the sun enters the atmosphere at a slightly different angle. So for four days of a year, and today is one of those days <laughs> the sun doesn't hurt you. Oh, convenient. See, I'm going to walk out. And then for some reason they can't see him. So there's like, I'm not exaggerating, 12 pages of him being like, no, guys, I'm fine. The angle of the sun won't hurt <laughs> you today. They did Come on out. I wonder if anyone's tough enough to come out. <laughs> And then finally, like, one person comes out, and then they're like, see, guys, I'm not dead. Come out. Like, it's 20 Stupid. pages. This book does something different than Twilight in that Diego, when he first goes out into the sun to show Bree that turns out we were lied to, we can go in the sun. Bree describes it as like, I couldn't even really see him. It was like he was on fire. But, it turned, but then I looked closer, and it was like diamonds. In this one, it's an intense, like... The entire room nearby is like covered in rainbows and glitter, and they're like, it hurts to look at you. Whereas, like in Twilight, Edward is just like shimmering. Yeah, but here they are a disco ball, a bright disco ball. Um. So then Riley says, "Well, it's probably because the the sun is at the angle." Yeah, the sun's at the, the angle. Day, right, right. And Riley says, "So now we have to use this sun angle, sangle, to go get the golden-eyed vampires." Who are, they're so old and weak. <laughs> Their eyes have turned yellow and they've been hunting everyone in the territory trying to get us. So basically he lies about what the colons are. He's like, they're really old and weak and you won't be able to, you'll, 
you'll be able to kill them right. like easy and their eyes are only yellow because they're weak. Riley was killing a bunch of the new vampires that like went out of line mm-hmm. and he was blame- and he said it was because they went into the sun. Yeah. Does he blame it on the Collins then? Or is he just like no. making stuff up? No, he's just okay. totally making stuff up. Funny. So then they just run. They just leave right then. Zoom. Because the sun is at the right angle. I'm sure, you only have four And eggs. it takes them like, I don't know, half an hour to get there. No time. <laughs> yeah, they, But on the way, Fred stops and is like, hey, bud, um, Diego or Riley won't be able to think about me for the next half hour without throwing up because I've gotten a hold of my power where now I can control it so that if people think about me, they throw up. Yeah, uh, Fred is a character they call Freaky Fred. He has ability like Jasper where he makes people disgusted when they look at him or think about him, like an emotional control thing. And my chunk, Bree talks about how hot he is. At one point, Fred is hanging out reading a book and he like turns oh, off Oh, that's his at power. the very beginning of my chunk. We might have overread a little like, bit. She's like, I didn't even notice. I noticed how he's more handsome than everyone she, else. Yeah, she was like, he turns out he's the hottest one here. He's like a college-age kid with golden locks. So Fred stops and he's like, hey, I'm not going to go. Riley's clearly a fucking tool. Yeah. So I'm going to like go to Vancouver. Do you want to come? Cool. And Bree's like, no, I have to go get Diego. And he's like, okay, well, I'll wait for a day and you can come join me. Diego's we'll for sure dead, right? He's well, we missing, don't know. So, yeah. mm. so then um, they run down and Bree catches Riley sneaking off. And he's like, oh, I just need to go help the other group. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then she realizes Diego's dead. That's it. Wait, that's how it ends? No, then she realizes that Diego's dead, and oh. then she goes to join the fight, and immediately Carlisle grabs her, and she <laughs> says, please don't kill me, and Carlisle's like, okay. <laughs> and then Jane comes, and she realizes that the golden-eyed vampires are really, really nice. They're, like, really looking out for her, and she can't believe it, and she thinks they're just the best. They're then, really caught, to be fair. She continually calls Edward uh, the redhead? <laughs> oh wait, the no. redhead. Wait, no. They say that. Remember the early on, he has like bronze. Uh, yeah, hair. remember Charlie was like, bronze? "Wait, is that the redheaded Colin?" Yeah. Does no one? She wait a minute. Calling is him <laughs> redhead, not bronze. <laughs> Maybe this whole time we like, just have like bright red. We hair. haven't mentioned it. Maybe Edward has red hair. That's something I suddenly yeah. Can't so stop let about. us know in the polls if you think Edward has red, red hair? hair. Hmm. Huh. And then um. She realizes somehow that Edward can read minds and she starts telling him things about only one thing. She's like, oh, I'm glad that he can read my mind to know that we heard the Volturi purposely let us come here and kill them. And they would have figured says, that out regardless. And she says, like, thank you to him. And then Jane's about to kill him and Edward's like, no, please. And then she dies. Huh. That's it. Well, a lot of discussion of about the burning in the back of her throat. Yep. She doesn't understand Bella at all. <laughs> I don't either. Same. Um, it was my review. Zero stars. Horrible. Negative stars. If yeah. I could give them. Yeah. I would have rather not read anything. I would have rather read um, about 18 Snapple lids <laughs> in loop for an hour. Um, do you want to take a break and then we'll we'll get into the meat? The rage meat. The oh, rage I have something meat. I can't stop thinking about that I'm going to lead with. No, you should save it. Oh, I just, it's um, it's in my bones. I gotta say it. We'll be back. Why write a book? Why, um, ego? To re- ego. 
Why um, write you a- have something you need to say. Your mother's story. Why write this um, book? Okay. Which is, in theory, to build out the world that you've created. Oh, Maggie, 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 Maggie. Maggie. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. But then you we write this book because you want to you want to renovate your entire you, kitchen. I don't even think she did that. No one knew this book existed. She made enough on the it advance to get even, a Viking stove. Chris, it wasn't even on shelves. <laughs> yeah. I went oh, the you, day after the midnight release of Breaking Dawn. I was in a Florida Borders <laughs> to buy the book that I had pre-ordered, and this book wasn't even out. You pre-ordered Twilight. So I could get it the next day and read it on the sure, way home. Sure, dude. Um, I figured out, Maggie, where this book lived. I don't know this for sure, but I do know. Okay. Scholastic Book Fair catalog. There's nowhere else you can order this book. It's next to the entire set of Serious Unfortunate Events books, which I did buy and I never read more than one. Didn't like it. Maybe that's our next podcast. That would a, be fun. A series Lemony of unfortunate Snicket, pods. Except I sort of have trauma about it. Trauma? It is a little scary. No. Well, you do know someone who was convinced it happened to them. That's the problem. Well, now you can unlock and retrain your brain around the trauma to a positive thing. Me, your friend. I just want to emphasize. This is going to be a podcast of me emphasizing things. Underline, bold, and italics. Underline, bold, italics. We learn nothing new. Not a single gosh darn thing. Nothing new. The, the most interesting thing of world building that I think happened here. Is that the Voltori comes? No, not oh. even that to me. Okay. To me, it's that Riley lied to them about burning in the sun as oh, a manipulation kind of tactic. Funny. Sure. I was like, sure, that's fun. But, but what's that's confusing. It. Oh, the Voltori thing, we, I guess, is. An, it's like, like oh, oh, now we know that they actually they talked to Victoria. Right. It wasn't just a coincidence that they wanted the Cullens to die. They actively hired a militia group to kill them. Yeah, basically. basically. Which, like, I guess, but. The movie makes that pretty clear. The cutscene where they are like looking over them. Yeah, I wonder if like the, her writing this and thinking about this happened at the same time she was helping with the movie. Maybe she probably just like told the screenwriter something. Here's although what we watched I wanna, the movie. Here's yeah. what I want to say. Chris. Yeah. Okay, yes. Um, we doubled down on this strategy <clears throat> of just quote unquote not deciding as being a way to get around all the Cullen's powers. Yeah. But she did decide. Yeah. You can't just not decide to do something you've decided to do. So a key element of Victoria, the evil mastermind, a key element of her plan is if I decide to kill the Cullen's, um, Alice is going to know that I've made the decision and she'll foresee it and stop my plan. So I can't decide. So in her mind, she says, I've decided to kill the Cullens, but I haven't decided when or if I really will. Therefore, she skirted around the magic of the foresight. But she's decided. But then, yeah, then the Volturi come and say, you have to go in five days. And she goes, okay, we'll go as but soon as possible. But I haven't decided. As if like just saying those things make your brain undecide yeah that's like saying i can sleep 15 extra minutes (laughs) and then you do but you're being like oh no i didn't really think i was going it was yeah it was really stupid (laughs) it's like when someone says elephant did you picture an elephant and you can't be like no no (laughs) i pictured Nothing. I pictured an empty space with a letter E. <laughs> sure, but you still pictured right, right. Some it's nonsense. It's you crazy. can't by saying I didn't decide, 
just I'm pouring a glass of water. I can't say I haven't decided whether I'm going to pour this glass of water. <laughs> I haven't and decided then drink if it. I am. Um, so Stephanie opens this book with a forward about why she really needed to write this book. Oh, I didn't read this. Um, it wasn't in my pages. Oh, oh yes, it wasn't mine. Sorry, I should have opened with there's a forward where she said she loves Brie. Some characters write themselves. She was one of them. She felt so compelled to write it. With, and she does put forward a case of it, I've always wanted to write what it's like to be a new vampire, learning about it, being in a new body in a society of vampires who really hunt. It's a whole world we haven't seen. Except she does not, as Maggie say, give us anything new. So it's a real missed opportunity, a real whiff uh, of a book to say, I'm going to write a whole underground world where we're going to see all these teen vampires in Seattle hunt and learn what it means to have power. And instead, they mostly just hang around and our main character, like Bella, constantly says, huh, I wonder what he meant by that. We know that the people are bad. 20 pages later, she goes, wait a minute. For about three pages, she goes, wait a minute. Was he really meaning this when he said that? Oh, no. That means he lied to me. Therefore, this is true. The whole book is, what? Oh, then what? It's like an eclipse when Bella was like, wait a minute. People are hunting me? That means that they want to kill me. Wait, me? I'm mortal. The big problem I have with this, this is book. A, another angry episode of our podcast. The big problem I have with this is that it absolutely leans into Stephanie's weakest point as yep. a writer, which is that she over-explains. It's all over-explained plot. And she never just skips to the point. Nope. This book, there's no point. It's just real-time four days. Yeah. Real-time. Because they don't sleep. Every single thing she thinks and does is in the book. No time passes. No No. dot, dot, dots. There are no chapters. No. It's just one big chunk of nonsense. And it's not, it's it's no Virginia Woolf stream of consciousness. No, there's no art. There's no art here. It is just, (laughs) it's just 170 pages. Yeah. It's just, it's like. It's like this happened and then this happened. The bar is so low. For her to publish this I, there couldn't have been more than this draft no this is he the just first draft. wrote it it wrote itself quote yeah and then sent it and they were like sure the bar is so it it really it makes you mad it makes me sad it's it's a sad man it's like the kind of way that like you read it and you're like oh maybe maybe it is bad maybe teens shouldn't be able to read these books not because it makes them bad because it gives them hope that their bad stuff could be published. no, not because it okay. makes them bad, but because like we owe them. More. We owe them better things. Teens can do more. I than think this. teens reading this would know that this isn't good. I think it's really. They must bad. not. I think people who really like Twilight know that this is just a, 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 a just like a, a a fart that stings. Also. You can't say the character wrote itself. There's no character here. No. She has zero personality. Because she, she doesn't remember who she is. just a funnel of questions. It's just question, question in the form of an answer, but just question. So our final review is, you gotta read this book. <laughs> it is um, one after one horrible afternoon. Yeah. Um, last time when we were talking to Ben, we read a, an actual part of a book. Mm-hmm. To him, and he was like, "Wow, that's really how she writes." And we're like, "Yeah, it's bad." This it was is Midnight Sun. It was Midnight Sun. This honestly is like three to four steps I'm gonna, down. I'm gonna flip to a random page. 
give an excellent. Okay, yeah. Um, and you, it's just like, as Maggie said, it's just a first draft and it's really unfortunate. Here we go. From the short second life of Brie Tanner. Riley must have demanded that Diego prove his words. That was the only explanation. And they were waiting for Don only dot, dot, dot. That would mean that Riley didn't know the truth that our creator was lying to him or didn't mean that. My (laughs) thoughts were twisted. Christy showed up minutes later with three of her gang. She reacted indifferently to the pile of ashes. I did a quick head count as two more hunters hurried through the door. 20 vampires. Everyone was home except Diego and Riley. The sun should rise at any moment. The door at the top of the stairs this is creaked a bullet open. List. I sprang to my feet. Riley entered. He shut the door behind them. He walked down the stairs. No one followed. Every sentence has um, no word beyond three syllables. And every sentence is like five words long. There's here, no variety in it. It's you got just... a little bit of my point that it's all questions at the yeah. beginning of this, but here's some more. Okay. But what if it actually happened to Shelly and not that they discovered the shiny skin thing and not run? What if they'd gone to Riley? And crap, there were the next logical steps. The chain dissolved and I started panicking again. As I stressed out, I realized I'd been thinking things through for a while. <laughs> I could feel dawn coming on, no more than an hour maybe. So where was Diego and where was Riley? Did Riley know about the sun or didn't he? What? Yeah, it's like all these questions can be raised in the reader's mind just by giving us are. giving us a story. Yeah, th- there's a, a true artlessness here that um shocks the <laughs> it's, reader. It's like if art is the beach, the ocean. Okay. This art is the ocean. Art the is entire the ocean, ocean baby. flowing ocean. Mm, yes. Um this is one Deep. sonic ice cube. <laughs> Old stale water. Tiny. Oh, I see. Crunchable. Ice. One Ice pellet from Sonic. There's truly nothing here. Uh, you want to cool off and do some things we can't stop thinking about? Um, yeah, I have, have. I literally have nothing. Oh, there's I, no. Que- there's no, nothing. No, no, I, I have, can't. I have stop. two amazing things that are un. There's no Stephanie. You can't answer for these sins. Okay, you do these, and then I do want to do uh, an excerpt of Midnight Sun. I think that'll get us out of our stupid. Okay, great. I'm so f- quick to mad these days. I was mad about the Lovecraft finale, and I'm mad about this. It's because she got steroids, guys. A doctor gave her steroids. Bit. Yeah. That's why I'm mad. Yeah. We do discover things through art, don't we? <laughs> this podcast is the art. <laughs> okay, Chris. 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 Yeah, we're going to take a break. Chris. What? No. Are we? Yeah, I said let's take a break. Are we? Or aren't we? Oh, okay. I need, I need to break, do this. But did he want to take a break or didn't he? Are we taking a break? Are we breaking? Has he cut? Is this being cut out? Hmm. Lots to think about. Diego's coming down the stairs. Gotta go. Chris. Yes, Maggie. Chris. Uh-huh. Chris. What? What can't you stop thinking Thank about? God. <laughs> A new a twist on an old <laughs> classic. Two things I can't stop thinking about um, <laughs> that are unanswered. Mm-hmm. And as I said, you cannot repent for these sins, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. One is, um, they're both actually in the same moment. So Diego and Bree sneak up to the place where Riley and uh, Charlotte, what's her name? Christy? 
No, the evil, the redhead, the evil vampire. Victoria. Victoria. See, I don't care about this book. <laughs> okay, so they're they're like meeting to discuss their secret plans, and they're like, okay, let's overhear their secret plans. Brie goes, "What's that sound?" And then she realizes it's them making out. She realizes that vampires kissing sounds different than people kissing because they're, they're made marble. of stone. In this book. Vampires kissing is like two rocks scraping and smacking against each other. She said she heard a clattering and figured out, oh, it's them kissing. That makes it really mean that Bella is kissing a, a rock. Yeah. This, Do they have saliva? This really solidifies this idea. Do they have saliva? If they well, have saliva, do they have sweat? That's the problem with the lore. It's faulty. Yeah, they're, they're made of literal rock. So then they can't have saliva? I wish I had rocks so then- here to like... Here, I've I've glass, which you know it's hard. Yeah, I have glass and pour or just porcelain. Porcelain. Here we go. This is two vampires making out. <laughs> Horrible. Truly. Oh, also, this that, is was shocking. that ASMR for you? This is shocking. <laughs> that is what she heard. She's like, wait, what? What could that be? Oh, this is a oh, shocking moaning. revelation. She describes all of them being killed as shrieks of stone. Yeah, I can imagine like yeah, if you like tore stone apart, it'd probably make a weird sound, like um straining like metal beams or whatever. But yeah, it's um shocking that they make out like that. Th- where they're making out, even more shocking. Here we go. It was not explained in my chunk, and it seems like it might not have been in yours because you don't seem to remember this. They are in. I, 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 you're gonna say I'm making this up and I'm misremembering. I am not. Okay. A literal, a literal gingerbread house in the woods. No, there. It's not. not literally made of gingerbread, but she says they're in a little house with bright pastel colors and like swirls and piping on it. She says it looked just like a gingerbread house. In Seattle. In the woods outside, in like the suburbs of Seattle, like in the woods. Wild. So she's like, oh, I thought it was a gingerbread house. No. She thought it was a gingerbread I wish house? I had it marked here. What doesn't she remember from her life? Because if you can remember that gingerbread houses exist, I feel like you can remember, you know. Oh, don't your worry. Mom. I wrote over the entire bottom half of this page a gingerbread house? <laughs> um, let me read. I could eat my own words here, but let me Here tell- we go. Here we let go. Let me tell you. Um uh here we go. Here we go. Oh well, it's all right here. Kissing didn't sound the same with vampires as it did with humans. No soft, fleshy, liquid-filled cells to squish against each other. This isn't how anyone thinks. Just God, this is so bad. Just stone lips, no give. I had heard one kiss between vampires before, but I never would have made the connection. It was truly insane. Um, first, there was a creeping fear that had built up as Riley pulled up to the dark house. Um, what? Where is it? Why would I write gingerbread house? No, did I make all this up in my horrible mind? <laughs> this simply can't be it. Uh, what? Connection? Humanity? Creeping? Seattle? Diego? Oh, here it is. <clears throat> Anytime. Okay, here we go. Uh, Action. No. No? Nope. Um. Hmm. <laughs> I thought of something I can do as mine. Yeah. Um, when Brie is, has to, she's been rescued by the Colons. First of all, um, they all talk like, just like priests. 
They're like, Jasper, we cannot kill this child. Listen, child, come closer. Anyway, when she's been rescued, um, she has her eyes closed, so she starts listening around, and she thinks all the wolves are vampires, despite howling. And being and wolves. dog heart. Well, no, she can't see them. Her eyes oh, are closed. I see, I see. So she hears wolf heartbeats and howling, <laughs> but she's like, huh, that's weird. Well, she's Weird dumb. vampires. And then Jasper jumps on her and holds his hands over her ears so she can't hear anything after that. Huh. But we still go on for a few more pages of her not being able to see or hear. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Okay, I did find it. I did find it. <clears throat> Less than half a mile away was a large gap in the trees, an open field that covered several acres. Stephanie just wanted of the meadow. Yeah, she, she wanted, wanted her meadow. the meadow. Near the center of the space, closer to the trees on its east side, was what looked like an oversized gingerbread house. Painted bright pink, green, and white. It was not gingerbread. It was elaborate to the point of ridiculousness. I said it wasn't really. It looked like a gingerbread house. But like, why would she describe it as gingerbread if it's pink? Yeah. Um, It was elaborate to the point of ridiculousness, with fancy trim and finials on every conceivable edge. It was just a small Victorian cottage. It was the kind of thing that I would have laughed at in a more relaxed situation. It's either a Victorian cottage and she's stupid, or someone built like a kid's gingerbread house in the middle of the woods, and that's where the bad guys decided to meet. Imagine losing your virginity to a marble dildo. Um. Sorry, I skipped ahead. I got caught in the kissing, and I realized that Bella is just going to fuck this stone man. Yeah, stone man. Weird. Very weird. Weird. Cold. And it's a literal stone. Why is kissing him good? Okay, new challenge. Uh, New challenge, new challenge, new new challenge challenge alert. New challenge alert. Kiss a a rock. Kiss a rock. Should we sell, as merch, Edward Pet Rocks? Oh, they're just rocks. We'll cover them in, like, glittery... um, Clear, glittery nail polish so it glitters in the sun and will like put golden eyes and red hair. Because he's redhead, famous. And then I'm going to put fangs just so it's clear. Sure. This is pretty good. Crooked smile fangs. So it'll go off to one side. We should make this in display in our home. Okay. I can do this tomorrow. Do we have our paints still? (laughs) Our paints? No, we got our paints in the move. Okay. Well, we live on the Upper West Side. So. I bet I can find some paint. <laughs> and we're in the city that never sleeps, and so there's some paint around. Paint markers would be better. Yes. And then clear nail polish. Before we get too lost in arts and crafts, I think. Um, Is this a good idea? Yes. Do you think people would pay $2 for them? You do not want to go through the effort of um, shipping. For, for our listeners, I would do anything. Message us if you really want one. Okay, <laughs> message us if you want an Edward Pet Rock, but you have to kiss it you, if we send you it have to, you. to send us a picture of you kissing it and that's it that's the payment and pay us mm, shipping and a dollar <laughs> oh. you can't see it but i'm making a picture. she's making a little little slide i make a little moolah i had to submit things yeah um pieces pieces today to publications yeah and one of them charged me $26. Whoa. So I want to make those $26 back on these rocks. Sure. Rock money. Yeah. Um, if you want to get in con- contact with us to get one of these amazing rocks, you can email us at edwardisavampirepod at gmail.com. You could also message us on Instagram at edwardisavampirepod. 
or on Twitter at Edward is a vampod with one shared P. Also, um, yeah. please, Chris, yes, ma'am. convince them to leave us a five-star iTunes review. Wait, it's no, been five, weeks a, since we've a five gotten star one. Argent review? No, a five-star. Oh, God, I'm so full. She's so full, guys. A five-star iTunes review. iTunes. Do you remember? iTunes? Like, Getting yeah. an iTunes gift card for your uh, 11th birthday? Go back even further to the beginning of this podcast. Beginning of time. Okay, yeah. Um, Do you remember when we did the bit where we were pitching all of the spinoffs? I think every single one of our ideas was better than this book. Uh, including uh, uh, what? Uh, Edward teaches sex ed. No, not the spinoff podcast. Oh, I see. The spinoffs of this Remember, book. Remember, we did like a seg- yeah. segment Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had been talking about that. We came up with really good alternate universe or side yeah, universe and this book one ideas. Sucks. This one. Okay. We're going to get so mad. We're going to punch each other. <laughs> Ranky spat on me. Ow. <laughs> it's hard. It's full of pebbles. It's stone. Stone. She's oh, a vampire. Oh, no. Um, so leave us a five-star iTunes review if you liked that bit if you or like any that. of these bits. Or if you hate it, leave five stars and say, five stars. Each star but is how much I hate them. Sucks. Just leave us uh, as many stars as you think this book doesn't deserve. deserve. Right. Five. Five. That would be great. It'll make our day. We'll read it. We will read it They'll make us loud. Re- we will read anything you write into that iTunes review. Yeah. Literally anything. If it can pass iTunes review standards, mm-hmm. I probably can read it. I was thinking of some things I wouldn't read aloud on mic, but I'm guessing Your social security number. If, they, hey, if you could guess my SSN <laughs> and write it into that comment. SSN? Yeah. Um, my social security number? Pretty easy. 69, 69, 69, 6. Okay, I'm not going to say that there's not a 69. Oh! Bye! Bye. Wow, we're we're doing it. The number kissing. Oh. Oh, right. The porcelain kissing on top of our kissing. Oh. Oh, ooh, ooh, you're so stone. (laughs) My name's Stone, baby. Stone, baby? I'm just a magma! A baby.